God. Hello, world. I'm back again with Matt, who I think he just tried to steal my thunder there. Is that what's going on? Uh, There's nothing to steal. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. And uh, I think this is our 30th episode. But to start this week, uh, the world is exploding. And is it our fault? Who's to blame, Matt? I think everybody's to blame. Just a lot of stupid people in general. I will say quick, just in summation, even the idea, I don't think anyone truly believes it, but to a certain extent, right, you think that they're doing their jobs. You think that they know what they're doing. They're well-dressed. They're on time traditionally. And you give them benefit of the doubt. Like, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They didn't have a plan. And anywhere that evacuates, you know, the security before the people that the security protects, I mean, that's clearly either the dumbest plan ever or you just didn't have one. I think it's Trump's fault, to be honest. I don't know if it is. I just want to jump on the bandwagon. No, it might. I, that was funny for one, but it, I don't even know because, like, in nuance, it probably is a little bit of everybody's fault, but that's not appealing. Like, I just want to, like, come at people hard and fucking, like, it's this guy's fault for this reason. And I don't really know, right? I think there was something agreed to that Trump brokered with the Taliban being involved to get people out on May 1st of this year. Biden came in, he pushed that day back to September 11th, which you got to think is like a PR thing. Like, right, he ends the war on 9-11, the 20-year anniversary. Like, he really tried to do an optics thing here, and it turned into a big whoopsie. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Pierce Podcast, because the memes are outrageous, bro. You were sending me a lot, and this is mirroring a historical event that was the fall of Saigon, which I have no idea about. I think I learned it in high school maybe or learned about it so is it that bad i mean it's not good and to the other point of you got the security out before the people that we were protecting uh we also gave a lot of weapons and stuff to the afghans and that shit got taken over real quick from the taliban so they're over there with our fucking apache helicopters and probably some rocket launchers and stuff in there. You saw them uh, in their um, comparative like White House and they were already on the gym equipment, like a 1998 elliptical. They were going fucking ham. They were having ice cream, soft serve ice cream on some bumper cars. Like to them, that is, that's living life. And it's a good vibe. You know, part of me for like nine minutes was like, maybe this is a good thing. You know, like I know they suck, but obviously the government that was there isn't, isn't good as well. The former president, which I don't know his name, Maybe if you could look it up, Matt. He fled the country, the guy that was supposed to really stand and fight for what they built. He left, it was reported yesterday, with $170 million in cash. So that guy's a piece of garbage. And somebody linked on YouTube to a TED Talk that he did a few years ago, and and he kind of, he's like an eloquent guy, and he spoke about like what you can do to not, you know, just like how to be more efficient as a historical leader. Like he, he, it was the most like fucking smooth brain thing ever then to cut to him you know, tail between his legs, stealing 180 mil in cash. Um, that's, I don't even know how much, like, what is the volume of that cash? Is it like one briefcase? It's got to be, it's got to be hard to carry. 
there's got to be a couple in there. Uh, right. I would have, that's got to be a pretty, maybe a duffel bag. Not yeah, a maybe you go for, if you were robbing a vault bank, whatever the, uh, you know, childish type thought in your head is, what do you think is the most efficient manner to smuggle it out with? What do you pick? Do you pick a duffel bag? Like me and you, boom, we're in, we're out. We only got a minute. What do we do? If I robbed the bank, I would take a uh, uh, a garbage can like you would put out at your house because that shit's on wheels and there's a lot of room in there. Bro, yeah, back in like eighth grade when that was like my you know top tier chore, I used to whip that thing around, bro. I, like good balance. You can like put your little feet in there and you can like scoot around. I like that. And that's why you're on the pod, frankly, because of that thought process. Now, does it bother yeah, you whatsoever? Yeah, I'd be taking that garbage can because you'll you'll get some good volume out of that. Yeah, or you're, you're just going to take like a female's purse, right? Like a purse, because you got something, it's, it's on your person, and you'd hope it has a zipper. Or a fanny pack, but again, what are you going to put in there, like $100? Like that, that, you're just a fucking loser at that point, you know? That's like a misdemeanor. I don't even think they give you a charge for that. It's just embarrassing. Like a fanny um, pack. Does it bother you that the Taliban are currently, for one, answering more questions and interacting with the media than our own executive branch? And secondly, that they're allowed to operate on Twitter when both of our burner accounts have been banned? Yeah, we got the uh, Taliban spokesman over here allowed to go on Twitter, but can't have a sitting U.S. president tweet stuff, I guess. I don't know. Very logical. Yeah, so this is why people hate, I think it's Jack Dorsey, just those kinds of people, right? Unless you're the MySpace Tom guy that was everyone's friend and he's looking at you just endearing, right? He's got the whiteboard behind him. That guy's cool. Like, we fucks with you. But all these other guys, Zuckerberg, the robot man, potential lizard, they're all in the Illuminati, I think we should talk about that more on the show, bro. Do, I don't really like believe in like a literal Illuminati, but like these people, Joe Biden, if there is one, he's in it. Is that all the Taliban shit we had? I think we lost Matt. Matt is fat. This is going downhill real fast. <laughs> Shit's cutting in and out. Jesus Christ. Oh, I've been fine. You just weren't saying anything for a minute. You're back. So real quick. Okay. Um, so maybe a little bit lighter of a topic, right? This isn't... It's not something you can huddle the kids around for. It's not necessarily a campfire story. But I think it's a little bit better than the toppled 20-year you know, puppet government we installed overseas, spent trillions of dollars on. Thousands of American lives impacted forever with PTSD, maims, just deaths outright. For what? For 11 minutes? And now the Taliban are not allowing Americans back into the airport, et cetera, et cetera. So that can be a little negative. And pre-show, actually, this is like breaking news here on the Piers Pod. The wonderful American site that's blown up recently, OnlyFans, which is basically... Can you really succinctly explain it? It's it's kind of like chat room porn that you subscribe to. Yeah, you just get paid for it. 
Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know like how far it goes. Like, do you full bang? You know, like I, I don't really know. But basically, you can just be a whore on camera, and men subscribe to you, right? And they say, and they send you like tips, etc. And I think the site of like their official statement is that they're no longer going to allow sexually explicit content, which is their whole business model. So they're cleaning up the streets here. Is this a good the thing? Scope Matt? of that is. Not for the website, but apparently what they're shooting for is sexually explicit material in the basically in the form of porn. Like I guess you can't bang on camera anymore. No more um, banging. They're still they're still allowing like nudes and stuff. Apparently they're worried about future investors and the big concern is if there's like a minor on there, now you got child porn and Oh no. You can't do that. Yeah, now you're being now your butthole is uh, on the line, up for grabs. Some would say, so that's where it gets personal for those. That's where they draw the line. So that makes sense. You saw a similar thing happen with Pornhub, where they like completely deleted their entire library because I don't know they probably had eight videos on there out of the million where that were underage, and that ruined everything. I mean, people I think went to jail. Like it's it's it is a problem, obviously. Um, and they don't want to deal with that. And like Matt said, future investors, I wonder what, you know, Titans of industry, wonderful PR, like these blue check marks on Twitter that, that we maybe even enjoy who are invested in only fans and these just degenerate websites. It's probably some loser that goes to like Stanford or just a really boring rich person school, Ooh, yes. but goes to lawyer. That kind, that kid. Yeah, has a salmon colored shirt. Salmon or salmon? I wanted to say salmon because it sounds sounds more salmon. You know, it's sounds more how now brown cow, right? But I say salmon, which I never say often because for one, I hate fish, and two, you know, I live in upstate New York, so what the fuck? <laughs> I think sal- Where are salmon? Isn't that like an Alaskan thing? Yeah, Alaska. You probably get some in like the Dakotas or something where there's a lot of water and shit. I don't know. Are there waters in the Dakota? I think so. There's probably some water there. There is water somewhere. I think we can all agree on that. The world does look blue from afar. Um, Unless you believe it's it's flat. Which Matt does. That's his official position. We argue about it constantly. Now... Matt also, um, he has a twenty nine ninety nine monthly subscription to OnlyFans. Will you be canceling this because of this uh, this news that came out? I mean, is this a deal breaker for you? Yeah, it is because I can go get porn on the internet for free. Yeah, and there's no longer that value that you know you were seeing, where it's like, huh, do I want you know a person with a horse mask on beaten off, or do I want you know the full on you know they're clapping cheeks. You get the little bit of diversity there, right? And they're kind of narrowing that scope at OnlyFans. And we don't think that's good for the market. We don't think that's good for the website. And us like I said, peers were all for diversity. Right. That's the whole point. And like I said, there's probably Mark Cuban, you know, he probably got pitched this on Shark Tank or something. It's not as it's not as nefarious, I think, as as Boomer Legacy Media wants it to be. A lot of girls make money on it, but 
I mean, you are kind of a whore, right? I mean, nobody wants anyone they know doing it. So it's a fine line. With the NFL season getting underway with the preseason, that means we are on the precipice of a brand new season of Hard Knocks. And they are unfortunately the team that is being featured on Hard Knocks this year. So far, we're two episodes in, and it may have been the two most boring episodes of Hard Knocks in history. Just straight um, bores. A lot of bore. It was boring. He's not wrong. And this is the third time they've been featured since the show was originated in 2001. They took like a six-year break in there, too. So, like, relax, Roger Goodell. Like, we get it. Um, stop trying to make them a thing. They're going to go 7-9. and nine. Mike McCarthy's overweight. He's weird. Nobody cares how many watermelons you smash on a table. You're lazy. You have no creativity in your offense. Your defense was an absolute disaster last year. You got an NFL lifer in Mike Nolan, who was their defensive coordinator. He is working at a checkers right now. I mean, it it's looking dim for the guy. It's bad. So like Matt said, really boring. Is there a specific team that you would like them to feature? Uh, the Cardinals would be cool. Now that they got D Hop, Kyler Murray, I'm interested in. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury and JJ Watt with, on defense. With them being yeah, with them being young, relatively younger, I think they they would be fun. Um, yeah, and their GM Steve Kime had a violent. DWI in Arizona. He like has to Uber to the fucking the scouts meetings and stuff. I mean, he is a mess. So that's entertaining. You know, speaks to what you were just saying. Would have been interesting this year with uh, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, yes, uh, Tim Tebow. R.I.P. Yeah, he's done. I didn't even think he looked that bad. His yeah, he didn't look good. He's like 33. His arms were huge, and he was wearing 85. Like, he looked good in the uniform. You know, I think that's a big part of it. Oh, yeah. He passed the eye test. Uh, Titans probably would have been another good one, especially on my list. Right. And they have a ton of personality, and Mike Vrabel is hilarious. And I think they have a lot to prove this year. You know, they lost their offensive coordinator, who became the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. It's a year of transition. It's not necessarily something they haven't done before, but could be disastrous. So a peek behind the curtain there with those personalities would be great. Also, I think Green Bay, because of the animosity, like Aaron Rodgers is just such a unique person and such an asshole that I think the day-to-day of him on the job with cameras maybe and he doesn't even realize they're there would be, would be dope. Like, that would be great. I think the Ravens would be cool. I feel like you hate Lamar Jackson. I would, especially since I'm a Steelers fan. Um, yeah, he would just piss you off. He'd be like, why is he running so much? Even like the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, I'd, I'd like him. I think they'd be fun. I don't think the Bills would be good, even though I could see people enjoying it. I feel like they'd be boring. The Bills are going to move. For everybody that like is like, oh, the Bills are cool now. Like, okay, yeah, sure. They're literally going to go to Austin, Texas. So like, what then? Are you going to love them then? No. So fuck the Bills. 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't even know, dude. We, we went through a strange. Hard knocks sucks. Is really, I think, the spirit of this topic here. Um, and I really thought that they would be more interesting, just as people. I think that's what we're speaking to as well. It's not like it's an incompetent show. Why did you pick this team at this time? Yeah, there's really there's like nothing interesting, even though it's the Cowboys. Like Zeke comes off like an idiot. Dak's really not all that interesting. Jerry Jones is just a fucking moron that needs to die. Oh my, yeah, my girlfriend does not like him either. I think he's a he's, great dude. I mean, he's got his fucking Surface laptop sitting on top of a stack of, like, printer paper. He's like 83 years old. He, to him, he, die. That... <laughs> Go find Fauci and die. I mean, you're a Steelers fan. Isn't your team owned by fucking boomers? And isn't your GM, like, 70? Well, we got Art Rooney. He's a little bit younger, though. Yeah, by what, like eight months? Yeah, but he at least looks like he can, like, feed if his they own were to get, to himself. If they were to get into a fist fight, like a real fist to cuffs, I'm talking gladiator style, like, they go, please let us go, and we're like, nope. You gotta finish the, like, one of you has to die. Who do you think gets it done? I'm taking Art Rooney. You're taking who? I'm taking Art Rooney. He'll kill fucking Jerry Jones. Now, I think you underestimate Jerry Jones and his cocaine habit. I mean, that man coked up with those dentures in his face. He starts gnawing. You know, maybe he gets a finger. You know, what if he What if he grabs, you know, your elbow? It could get crazy quick. I like the, uh, uh, the defensive line coach, though, since he's uh, British. Oh, I hate I think him. that's interesting as hell. I like how a reporter asked him if they basically comparing him to the uh, American version of Ted Lasso. Yeah, which again, if you if you watch Ted Lasso, I I think you get it. But if you don't, like I I did, it was just like, why are you just what a dumb question? Like, why don't you talk to him like he's a real human being rather than like, oh, it's a Brit. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll ask him about Ted Lasso. It's like, all right, just relax. And in general, I thought that his coaching fucking style was boring. was fucking boring. Like he he didn't. They had a player that jumped off sides or did something or hit the quarterback, and Mike McCarthy had a problem with it. And then it showed the D line coach just go over and he like put his hand on his pad. He's like, "Hey man, you know we can't really do that." It's like, yeah, that taught him. Good good job, bro. Yeah, I need like a psycho coach. Give me something. None of the coaches are even interesting. I mean, I like Mike McCarthy just for the fact that he's a Pittsburgh guy, but terrible coach otherwise and frankly a terrible season of a wonderful show speaking with the brevity of the show right now we're climbing i mean we got some good things going football's wonderful it's back there's a game on tonight of this recording it's thursday there'll be games on all weekend with with preseason where i think they start to matter it confuses me every year it's something i'll never understand which of I believe that there are only, what, three preseason games this year? Maybe there's four. I don't fucking know. Of them, though, I don't know which ones matter. It confuses me each each year. Is it the first? Is it the last? Yeah, there's only three this year. Unless you were the Steelers and Cowboys, they have four. Yeah, I don't fucking Who cares? Move yeah, on. I guess you don't care equally about all of them. Um but leading up to this, teams do joint practices. So Rams, Raiders, 
Titans, Bucks. They do this ahead of their preseason game. I don't really know why. I think it's just to get the content, which again, I'm with it. And it does make the teams better. I think a good coach would realize that. And that's probably why a lot of the teams started to do it. Uh, and as we're recording this, Bucks Titans had a crazy fight involving Antonio Brown. It's all over Twitter. Who do you think won? I, I saw that Antonio Brown was trending on Twitter and I got really excited. Like he got kicked out of the league again or retired or some got arrested, but now I why do you hate him? Camp. Uh, well, he was a little salty when he left the Steelers. I have an autographed uh, Jersey of his in my basement right now though, but he's just, he's just a dickhead. Yeah, something was uh, maybe it was the CTE. I feel like he's gotten a lot better, and it's because he's just hyper religious now. But which is ever fine. Since, uh, people. Ever since Fon- Fontes Perfect fucking killed him in that playoff game right. a couple of years ago, he hasn't been the same since the Bengals game where they imploded. They had the lead. All they had to do is not do that, and they did it, and they lost. And they still haven't won a playoff game since I believe like 1992. Now, yeah, nobody wins, I guess. And like Matt's Matt was alluding to. Antonio Brown's had a lot of issues, and this just kind of compiles into it. Now, it's with the Bucks, right? They want to ship. He's shielded by Tom Brady and just that whole beast. He's just kind of another piece to them. So I think that helps him. But again, this, you know, Roger Goodell's going to see it. I mean, what, what the fuck else is he doing? He's just like eats a turkey club sandwich and watches like Twitter videos of his own company. He has nothing going on. Um, now, also on the West Coast, simultaneously, Rams Raiders, they just straight up canceled practice. There was a fight in the morning. They were supposed to do a scrimmage. They were supposed to do all these different things. And the organization from LA was literally like, bruh, we're not going to do it. Like, we're we're not doing it. We're pulling the team. This is over. We got what we could from it, which is pretty ironic because at the Rams' first preseason game last weekend, there was a, there was a, the first game that at SoFi Stadium where there's been fans because of COVID, there was a fight. It was a good fight. Like, we had a good crowd brawl. All started because of some fucking lady that got in the middle of it just nonchalant. She was a lady. Oh, boy. That is a that is a very subjective term there, buddy. I would say she's built like a you grain right? silo. No, you can't. I can't assume genders here. That's my bad. She looked I, Hispanic, and she I was very overweight. List. And she threw list. a full... Coca-Cola that probably costed probably cost yeah in that state with inflation maybe 14 and she dumped it on somebody who was already amped up he was being held back doing the you looking at me bro yeah bro that old thing from South Park it was going on and that Coca-Cola throw just like Malice at the Palace when somebody threw something at Ron Artest that was the spark that set it off and they, uh, they had quite the embarrassing brawl Rams fan was bloodied and the next day, we did get the wonderful view, like we said, of the Karen throwing the Coke. What do you think should, you know, who's at fault here? I don't know, because we don't have any context as to the lead up of why that even got initiated. And we had people yelling at each other. But everybody's at fault. I mean, if you're a grown adult getting involved in fisticuffs in the stands with other grown adults, just go home. It's common to the Raiders games and fans and their culture, but which was kind of like the meme. But again, I mean, you're talking about the Rams in LA. It's it's the least ratchet place you could think of. 
and to just desecrate that wonderful field that was built by Todd Gurley and Jared Goff. I mean, what the, what the fuck were you thinking? I mean, was Gavin Newsom there? He might have been there. Probably a little disappointed. No, he's stressed out. He's being recalled currently in that election. He's going to lose. Well, and uh, the state is crumbling. The economy is crumbling. Inflation's a problem. They don't have the infrastructure to be able to, be able to handle the wildfires without any of the localities really operating at 100% capacity, which nobody is anywhere because the government has incentivized people to sit on their ass with all the incentives that are going on. Plus, I think they just did a 25% increase in food stamps, which again, may be a good thing, but when you're not tying that to wages and when you're not actually, you know, implying, excuse me, or improving uh, the wages at the same kind of statistical clip, like that's not good. Yeah, if anything, we need to be cutting food stamps 25%. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we do the, like, Andrew Yang thing where we just give people money and they don't, right, they don't opt into... Because right now, people that work and bust their ass are subsidizing people that don't. So someone's always going to get fucked over, but I think the goal would be, you know, reduction of harm, ideally. And for me, it'd be if, if people more had an equal... If if they really were held a little bit more accountable for what's going on, um, you can't just sit on your ass for a year and a half and take a bunch of money and then not look for work, which is, I guess it's rare. It's not everybody, but if you are doing that, like you're a piece of shit and you know, it. you got a voice in your head that's like, get a job. We went off on a tangent there. Yeah, it was full boomer. Took our jerbs. But it had to be said, you know. It it came from a place of uh, of genuine, kind of organic conversation. So you can't blame it. It was just bubbling right under the surface. That was one of my favorite South Park clips. You got to love it. Um, was there anything else that happened that you wanted to touch on this week? Oh, we had NFL fights. Oh, let me think of a recap here. Uh, a allegedly CM Punk has signed a deal to return to wrestling. Is he well liked? Cause he was such a fucking loser in the UFC. It was embarrassing. He was a terrible MMA fighter, but wrestling fans love him. I don't wrestling is something I don't even understand. You know, it's like, I get, I, I get it when it was cool, but like, now, like I don't, I don't. There's not even fans in the stands. Like they, they're not even allowed to bleed on each other. There's fans now. They're back. Fans are back. Uh, AEW has overtaken WWE, though. I would much prefer to watch AEW over WWE right now. Is that even on a channel? Is that on like C CW? It's on TNT, baby. That's kind of legit. Uh, kind of like our pod. It is growing. Tell your friends again. The push for fifty on Instagram. We have all over 1,200 plays total, according to our analytics, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's actually pretty crazy considering my lazy ass almost didn't even start this. So thank you for listening. Again, at this point, if you do hear this, we love you. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Um, yeah, Matt, I'm kind of sick of you. So we've been we've been rambling for a while. I we think get we to touched do it all on, over again next week. I was going to say, yeah, I think we touched on everything we wanted to. Afghanistan was kind of a big deal, you know. What else is going to go on? The media in general, the whole machine kind of put its eyes on that in a sense. So I'm sure there were things that happened, but nobody cared. Like, God forbid. 
you know, you, you tried to be, you know, you wrote your manifesto this week and, and shot up a middle school like nobody gives a fuck. On that note, yeah, we'll be talking to you next week. <laughs> Peace, people. Thank you.